Um, That's God, man. Wow, boy. Wow. So so I I used to think the poem that I heard you recite about Mm -hmm. America (laughs) was one of my my dopest, most like favorite pieces from you. And now I hear this. um, And that one just like hits me hard um, in in the right way, man. Wow. Appreciate that. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, bro. Love it. Love it. More to come. More to come. Um, okay. Ooh, yeah, give me a second with that. Um, wordplay was just, mm, I don't know. Man, man, man. Let me stop. Okay. Music. Let's get the music back on. A little background music. All right. Get back in the flow of things. Sometimes poems make me pause. They really make me yeah, pause, yeah. especially when I, especially when I want to go into it, but I got a show to run. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, like I said, man, this is going to be our vibe tonight. Um, and part of that vibe uh, involves this incredible brother uh, that I hoped and prayed that our little technical glitch <laughs> would have uh, worked out. Um, God's favorite poet um, is an amazing artist, um, deep brother, uh, very, very conscious. That's I met him in a very conscious setting um, at an open mic at Medgar Evers. And um, we just connected and kept the link. And then we recently found ourselves on the same uh, platform uh, sharing our work. And I reached out to him. Um, this is an amazing brother, man. I'm um, doing his thing. Spoken word artist uh, and activist. Um, bro, I hope that they treated you uh, treated you well. And tell me, yo, how are you doing today? Wait. <laughs> what was the last thing you just said? Um, how are you doing today? Uh, um, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm feeling amazing. Um, okay. I was a little under the weather. Talk about so- it. Nah, I was a little under the weather, stomach a little messed up, but okay. um, I'm feeling good right now. Not to this say, this is my first time being on a podcast, so this is ah official, official. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. I'm really honored, man. Um, so definitely, uh, thank you for accepting the invitation. I want you to tell the folks a little bit about God's favorite poet. One of the things I want you to talk about, as briefly as you can, is about your name. I think. There's a little audacity here, bro. I mean, come on. God's favorite poet. There's a lot of poets, man. Um, talk to me about coming up with your name, um, a little bit about you, and um, what's one of your favorite things about creating your uh, artistry for people? Okay. Um, it's funny because I it was... It started when I was in... um When I was on campus. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I started when I was on campus at Buffalo State College, and okay. I was a part of an um, organization called the Ink Club, and at first okay. I had no name, like I had no poetry name, and I had no idea what I was going to call myself, Okay. but then I ended up like coming up with a whole bunch of names, political names, because I was always into like, into like advocacy or fighting for mm-hmm. rights, but then mm-hmm. I thought about, me and, my, my, me and my brother, he was getting a tattoo, and it said God's favorite. So I'm like, okay. oh, that fire. I might as well get it too. So yeah. ended up, I'm like, nah, I'm about to make this my name. And at first, like, okay. it was hard for me to embrace it. I got, like, a lot of, like, backlash. Oh, who do you think you are? Well, all his favorite. But it's more so, like, about <laughs> what I went through. And, yeah. and during my time in life, you know, the kind of experiences that I had, like, growing up, me having to learn who I was through trials and tribulation, like, it just, yeah. it, it it's, it's a name that I'm still learning to accept, that I'm learning to grow into. Okay. So it's just really like, really, it's just more about my story, really about the reflection, the kind of journey that I've been through. And if anything, I kind of like have like a back and forth struggle on my faith, but it's like that God is always there. 
and gave me the gift of my voice. So that's mm. why I use it. Powerful. So in that you mentioned um sort of uh exercising or finding within yourself um uh an activism um uh, a fight for your right uh a spirit of that um where where would you say uh that came from and then cuz i don't know if the, how much that might be tied into sort of what's one of your favorite things about creating your your type of art um for people um actually like I, the reason why i started performing mhm in the first place was because like I felt like I never had a say and mm-hmm. I felt like I was never able to get my point across people never understood me people never knew mm-hmm. where I was coming from mm-hmm. and then I was always good at writing and speaking okay. but I like and I also studied too but it's like it just gave me a place where like I could vouch mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it learned it turned into me becoming confident and growing on stage okay. and now being able yeah. to speak my mind and, and speak for those who can't speak for themselves or speak for those who come from certain communities or look yeah. at certain ways and can't represent themselves. So I feel like at times it's my duty to say what they mm. can't say. So that's how I got into that. Mm. Powerful, powerful. Um, side One of the the, the, the good side effects of, of poetry and, and performing and, and getting into this is definitely um, confidence, uh, a buildup of confidence and self-esteem, you know, absolutely critical things uh, to for a sound person. Um, and, and by that, I mean, like Francis Cress Welsing talks about um, how important self-esteem is um, to, to who you are and how you see yourself and how you value yourself. Um, and then ultimately what you'll allow uh, people to do or not do to you. Mm. Um, so that's deep. Um, please continue your journey. Um, I hope it's a long journey. Um, do you have something that you can share with us at this time? Yeah, I definitely do. It's 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 funny too. I think this might have been a piece that you heard. Mm, okay. So yeah, this is like really like I guess this is my story. Okay. So like I went through like a lot in terms of like depression, going to being educated, and just this is just you know this is me. Let me speak. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> my life went from baby, hold up your bottle. So, boy, you better put down that bottle because the drunk child of today will never become the man of tomorrow. And now listen, just to proceed on to asking my mother, what the fuck does tomorrow mean for a black? Before I could finish my sentence, my mother had already slapped the shit out of me in my back talking ass mouth. She attempted to physically beat my coping mechanisms right out of me, not knowing all my problems started with algebra. And everybody knows that junk plus high multiplied by antidepressants was the only equation I could solve for why. Why I wasn't able to attain sanity in a world that never meant to keep me living long enough to learn how to compute the black man's body into a fully functioning being or how to even get an explanation for why I still feel like we never made it all the grids of our plantations since the imaginative graphing calculations advised by the directions of my candy textbook never seemed to match with any of the answers spotted in real life my chances of survival as an African-American man. Mm. And I would try to explain all of this to my mother, but of course you know how them parents never be understanding the complexity of being a child in today's age, especially when they themselves have succumbed to the hands of our beloved, unforgiving, dream-robbing mistake of an education system. But I, the great son that I am, would try my best not to be too upset with mama. She was never really that good at math and never got to finish high school in the first place. So how dare I hold her up to standards she doesn't even know exists when she couldn't even label the same ball graphs that place her life in the socioeconomic position that she's in now. And what other ways was I supposed to hide my fears without detaining them inside vacuum sealed containers they use as prisons, segregating my say into cells small enough to hold back my blackness, forcing my freedom into capsules, forfeiting my 
share of rights as I craft out the traumas of my past, securely restraining back my ancestors who never stopped from screaming from the depths of my belly, begging me mm. to finally speak the fuck up for myself and my people. And how mm. is such a task possible? When the only thing I was ever taught to properly do was swallow prescribed pills, then cases the American dream. And for some reason, this mandated medication administered into my body, disguised as whitewashed education, never seemed to stay completely down. I guess the brave voices that I learned to stomach decided to no longer remain calm, revolting like Nat Turner, lighting the abyss of my gut, torching and rocking the same boats they sailed on to reach this godforsaken land that I make out as an excuse of a home. And after years of my nourishment, my body was tired of fighting and forcing itself to regurgitate a repetition of history that was never mine to know nor understand. I realized mm. that my partaking in the classroom setting made me a varying factor, a part of a much bigger plan, helping to spread the white man's hands over no overly opportunistic land or falsely portrayed images of freedom or fan. Damn, I say to myself, as I realize exactly how much homework I have left to do. <laughs> yeah. mm. Thank you, thank you. It's heavy, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot of heart, a lot of a lot of thought in that piece. Um mm, mm. Okay, how long did it take you to write that, man? That poem I was like it's like an hour or two. Like it was like there, I had a um a performance and I got tired of performing old content. And okay. I hit up my friend, he's a painter, and then he sent me a mm. couple images and I just mm. went, went to work like, like from the images. I had writer's block for mad long. Oh. I just looked at those pictures and oh. I just went to work and it just all started coming in. Tapped in, man. I I, I love when it happens like that, man. That's a beautiful thing. And whew, that's what's up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, I appreciate that. Okay, so listen, um, yeah. It's about time to get into our game. Um, but before we do that, uh, let me just mention this. For those of you who are checking out the Pod Poets Lounge, thank you so, so very much. Uh, remember that you can support us on YouTube. Uh, find our channel there. You can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, we're growing in likes over there. Try and get the word out, you know. Um, also, make sure you listen wherever you get your podcasts. We are chilling here live with some dope poets one more time god's fave is in the building the artist anubis and william washington so it is officially game time <laughs> 